Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Welcome to Lakes United We Stand. We're walking from West Brompton to Stamford Bridge ahead of Chelsea against United and who knows what to expect. Got a terrible record here and won the last two cup matches. Don't think United can lose this game tonight, even though it's going to be hard because... Seven-pointer though, isn't it, George? Well, yeah. And that voice there is All Right Fans, who's a bit of a social media sensation for his uh, nev drops, where he does little videos and um, talks over Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, Graeme Souness, Roy Keane, Josie Mourinho. Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell. That was dodgy, that Sol Campbell. I'm not sure right. I'm right, so I, I know lots of people have really liked these videos for a long time and I found out that alright fans I always thought he was Millwall because he's from well tell us where are you from well I'm from South London but as I was just explaining to my man here all my family are from Northwich so I was given United the gift and the curse and it was, it's been fucking great but tough times at the minute but we'll get through it we'll be back so whereabouts in South London you're from I'm from Greenwich I'm so, from Greenwich is this Millwall territory uh, no, but I lived in that area for a long time. And it is, yeah, Millwall would be a local club. Millwall, in between Millwall and Charlton. How would you pronounce Millwall if you're from there? M-E-U-L. Mill? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Go on, say it. Mill. That's how you say it? Yeah, well, like, if you say to me, who do you support? And I support Mill, I say Mill. M-E-U-L, Mill. But you're a United fan. But I'm a United fan. But, you know, whatever, Bermondsey and all that. You know what I mean? I'm an hard cunt. So, well, it's a, it's a pretty hard area, isn't it? Well... Yeah, I thought, oh, areas are hard, aren't they? It's this, you know. Well, that was dead's not. Well, that's true, yeah. I don't know. There's probably some hard cunts in Hampstead somewhere. So, why, why, why did you start doing these videos and why Gary Neville? No, it's not why Gary Neville. It's just, he's the Sky Sports guy. And I just, do you know what? I was at work one day and my mate showed me this video of him and Carragher arguing. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I could probably do that. So I can do both of them accents. I don't do them perfectly. I'm not an impersonator, but just a bit of fun for everyone, really. Just, there is a narrative. Go on YouTube, all that fans, or Insta, all that fans, or Twitter, all that fans, and watch them from the beginning. That's the way to watch them, because there's a story. Right. All revolving around 29 euros. And so this is a debt which... It's a, <laughs> it's a gear debt from Euro 2004, which uh, my man Nev bumped Carragher for. Carragher's got the ump about it. There's been spit involved, and it's ongoing, and Souness has got involved. He's grassed him up. Giggs is a grass. Uh, fucking Jamie Carragher and Lampard are a pair of snakes. But I can only explain so much. You've got to watch them, really. Where did you get the inspiration from? What's um, real life for you? Oh, man, good question. Wow, that's deep, brother. That's very deep. What's real life for me? Oh, no, that's too deep, mate. Okay. <laughs> I'm a dark guy. Right, OK. Yeah. But, no... Um, How can you do the accents, then? Because you had family in Norwich. Come on, do Nev. Fucking, you want fuck off you, Jamie. Fucking... Whatever. They just, you know, listen, Carragher? Fucking joking at you. Is there spitting in it? He's fucking spitting at you. And Souness? Oh, Souness, he's always after a nice bit of fucking space, Jimmy. Give me that fucking space, you cunt. 
And then there's working. I'm not doing them all. Come on, I'm not Come a puppet. On. This no. is brilliant. And, and some of your phrases, like um, you, you, when Suna says to you, you can't get a wank off a bird with no Well, tip. it's true. It's an old adage, isn't it? It's actually uh, a saying that my father passed down to me. And it's, <laughs> my, my dad's Scottish. He's from Glasgow. And once he said to me, I was talking about a bird. I was, you know, I said, listen, blah, blah. And he went, but she didn't have no tips. And my dad said to me, the famous family saying, you can't get a tip wank off a bird with no tits. <laughs> Which, if you slow that down, says you can't get a tip wank off a bird with no tits. And to be fair, he's right. You can't. I've tried. Um, why... Do you give Ryan Giggs a Geordie accent? Because he's a Geordie, he's a put-on. Oh, actually, my cousin, my old babysitter's cousin, knew him. He's a drone racer from uh, Newcastle. He's into esports and that. So, just life imitates art sometimes, I suppose. So, do Giggs. Giggs the Geordie. Oh, fucking hell, that's hard. Uh, oh, shit, I ain't done my warm-up. Uh, what's, what's the Geordie say? Oh, I don't know. Fuck those. He's a drone racer anyway. Pigeon racer, drone racer. He was a pigeon racer, but then he evolved. He's a drone racer. We're walking onto Fulham Broadway now, which is full of Chelsea, or Chelsea, as you probably pronounce from down here. Full of wankers. Weird crowd, Chelsea, lot, aren't they? They're like half and half. They're half kind of inbred savages, and the other half are like dads with fucking babies strapped to their fronts. I would imagine that if you're from where you're from, yeah. Millwall do not like Chelsea. No, they don't. But I don't think anyone does, do they? OK. And, and West Ham? No, they're not particularly likeable club. Oh, West Ham, shit. Well, put it this way, if Millwall go up or West Ham go down, yeah. that's an atmosphere. Should I be coming to write about that as a derby game? I reckon so, yeah. Yeah, fly the drone overhead, see what footage we can get. And what do you think of Gary Neville in real life? Do I you like him. him. You're a United fan. You love him, yeah? Listen, I'm a United fan, man. Yeah. It's nothing personal. The Neville drop is just... It's using them characters as a vehicle to tell a fucking ridiculous story. So it's really nothing personal to Nev, man. Like, he can do no wrong in my eyes, man. He's Seriously. a great lad, Gary. Yeah, he's, he's a, a fucking blinder. And, and he's, he's actually very funny in real life as well. I bet well. he is. I bet he's, he is. He's good company. I can and imagine. Generous. I can imagine. But, yeah, I just, I mean, I've, I've heard nothing from him. But, listen, there's no... If he, if he told me to pack it in out of respect to him, I would. Begrudgingly, I would. But there'd be a fucking shitstorm on Instagram, I'll tell you that. You'd be in trouble. People love what you do. They love it. They love it. I've become, like, uh, I'm getting really big for my boots, basically. Like, I'm changing. Are you getting famous? Yeah, I, get, I fucking you get, get celebrities and all that. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. come up whereabouts. No, I love it. Um, well, we're, like, all over the place, really. But I, I feel like a dickhead talking about it, but it does happen. And you see me, I'm like an egomaniac, so it strokes my ego. Someone tells me I'm doing something well, uh, it's encouraging, you know? It's, it's like, but but it, you're making people laugh out loud. It's, it's a talent. Yeah, I love it. Well, do you know what? I'm going to be doing stand-up this year and a few other things. I'm doing some writing yeah. for TV. Yeah, yeah. I've got an opportunity with uh, quite a big production company to do some writing for TV. And you've never done anything like this before? No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm all new to it. I just... Um, you're basically no, a working-class lad from Birmingham. Just a working-class hero, really. Well, a working-class hero. Well, I like to think so. So these are the lads selling the half-and-half half scarves. Oh, yeah. The, um, you've not just done the Nev drops. One thing I loved what you did was you went to Brazil, your partner's from there. She's Brazilian, yeah. Oh. And uh, are you ready for Chelsea because off here? Oh, yeah. Of course. Fire engine going past. So you went to Rio. Yeah. First time to Brazil, so I'd imagine got, you met your... I got, slung, I got slung off the beach by the... Um, <laughs> By the, what are they called? 
the lifeguard. Fucking lifeguards, yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to hit the photo Carlos free kicks into the, the goal. Right. Filming them and that. My poor pregnant bird sitting on the sand with a fucking phone out, red hot in Rio, that is. Don't do that. And I was trying to, do you like, get wind assisted? So yeah. I was trying to use the wind to proper whip them into that top corner. Yeah. And I'll just gaze, my run-up was too straight, and I was slicing the shit out of them, and the ball went only near the lifeguards, but they told me off in Portuguese. I got all embarrassed, and uh, it was a nightmare, but, yeah, fuck them. And, and then you walked through the airport wearing a pair of Speedo trunks. You were walking around Rio wearing you know a, a little they're pair of trunks. They're not just they're rainbow. Speedos. Rainbow Speedo trunks. So I believe Rio is one of the most, like, LGBTQ plus XR3i BMW areas you can find. OK. And I saw them, and I thought, I can't not buy them and wear them. So and you... to be honest, I did wear them around Rio, just the trunks, proper small ones. And I never, this is the truth, I never felt so free. Really? Yeah. Fucking weird experience, man. I felt like uh, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> was, did anyone say anything to you? Nah, no you, one you, at you, all. You, you were stood at a bus stop yeah. in downtown Rio yeah. wearing rainbow-coloured... Yeah. To be honest, it's not my finest hour. It's a very simple gag, you know what I mean? It's like... It was hilarious. It's humour for juveniles, but, you know, it it, it, it was... It was it worked. It felt good. I can only invite... Like goes with, I'll get a pair of them trucks, sling them on and, you know, feel free. Just the, these little lads who do the Chelsea Independent. I'm just say, come, come with me, mate. Just going to say hello to them. It's Dave here. Andy, I'm going to pull some money out. Wait here, two seconds. Yeah, I'll wait here for you, all right? Hi, mate. I'm recording the podcast, mate. How are you? So you're on it. All good, mate. How are you feeling about the game? Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking 2-0 till you turned up. 2-0 to Chelsea. 2-0 to Chelsea. There's a lady who wants to buy the fans in, eh? No, it's all right. She gets one for nothing. It's what the eldest of my harem, this is. Cheers. No, you don't have to carry on saying that. No, you said it yourself, I know, babe. I know. It's How's the fancy going? Yeah, good, thank you. How's this season been for you? Yeah, all good, all good. I'm very, very happy. I'm very, very happy with it. I'm happy with um, the youth coming through. Frank Lampard's doing an absolutely fantastic job. We haven't spent a penny so far for this season, and it's all good, I think. What's happened to Manchester City... Hopefully, and I know I'm telling the wrong person this, but hopefully the real Manchester City supporters won't give us stuff about Europe and this might put second thoughts in the minds of any English club who wants to form a European Super League because at the end of the day, it's the bread and butter of Chelsea versus Man United, Chelsea versus Tottenham, Man United versus Manchester City, whoever it is, that's what counts. UEFA are a bunch of morons. So you don't have any sympathy with City? <laughs> no, no, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And, um... Yeah, and so you've got a load of books here. Um, uh, River Dirty, Antonio. We've got a Eddie book McCreaney. here, Eddie Mack, Eddie Mack. What's your best-selling book? Uh, Chelsea Football Fancy. It's only a pound. Fancy. Brilliant. And, um, yeah, uh, that Eddie Mack, Eddie Mack book is a biography of um, Eddie McCready, one of our greatest ever managers. He joined the club. He played for us for about 10 or odd, 10 odd years, same as Frank Lampard. Come to Chelsea, fell in love with us. He's the manager. 
him, Eddie McCready and Frank Lampard are going to go down as two as the greatest. Whatever happens, Frank Lampard is a business. You get on well with him, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. Is he enjoying it? Yeah, he loves it, yeah. But um, Andy, I said to him years ago, don't take the job. His first words were, why not? I said, because it's only going to end one way. I said it to a few of them. You know, John Terry should be here, but because of um, some people think he's got a bit of um, baggage in that at the moment, he won't. But I said to him, if you come back, I'd have to get you'd have to get the boxing gloves out between you and Frank. He said, I'd love to be his second. Prediction for tonight, where you're in 2-0 to Chelsea, don't you? And what yeah. do you think of Manchester United in 30 seconds? I think, listen, I haven't got a problem with Man United. I don't mind them. They're a massive, massive club. I don't know what you think about um, uh, Solskjaer. I like him. I liked him as a player. I like a few Man United players. I love Scalzi, mate. What he's, every time he opens his mouth about football, that geezer, right, he talks sense. And any English team, any English team needs... A skulls in them, and I'd have loved him at Chelsea, but it weren't half funny when um, him and Dennis Wise kicked off that time at Stamford Bridge. But apart from that, Man United has, has had some great, great players, and um, they had some great English players, and that's what we've got coming through at Chelsea. So you're optimistic about Chelsea? Yeah, I'm always optimistic about Chelsea. I thought years and years ago the greatest day of my life was going to Wembley. For the FA Cup final in 1994, I thought that was as good as it was ever get in my lifetime. We lived to breathe another day. Uh, I'm always optimistic. Look after yourself. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. Take Andy. care. Cheers, mate. See you after. All right. That's Dave who does the Chelsea fanzine. I love the. Uh, Wait, that keys red and That keys red and old or not? You're going to get me in trouble here. <laughs> so you've got money out of your account and you're, uh, you've rolled a cigarette up now yeah. and uh, we're describing we're walking down the Fulham Broadway towards the Britannia Gate and past the old away end and I, I used to sell fanzines here when I was a kid yeah. I sold loads and uh, when I got a bit older like didn't look like a child anymore Chelsea fans had come past me and say you can fuck off you northern cunt <laughs> so uh, I had to change my selling position and move a little bit more towards the ground. The, the demographics changed an awful lot here now at Stamford Bridge. Uh, you've got people like Dave who've been going to Chelsea for years and then you've got a lot of the London tourist crowd as well. The United End always sells out here. We get we get 3,000 tickets and you get like a, not just a normal football ground food, just like there's a Brazilian place over here. Quinoa. Yeah, you like Brazilian food? I love Brazilian food. Where'd you meet your missus, huh? Tinder. <laughs> and Tinder, the skip, the skip of women. But if you root for it for long enough, there's trust. Well, like, it worked for me, yeah, I've been with her five years. Beautiful, my birdies, amazing. Yeah, you speak Portuguese? No, I'm a lazy cunt. I should have, it's terrible, but I do. can you speak Portuguese? No, I'm going to just repeat what you just said. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I did start learning. I've got, like, hooks on the app, you know, like, doing it every day. Yeah. And then, you know what it's like. One day you don't do it, and then I just I didn't, and I didn't, and now it's like, ah. Uh, I'm going to learn as the baby learns. Right. So as she learns, I'm going to learn. Kids' books. Apparently that's the best way to learn. Yeah. 
So, so you, you're a United fan, um, you watch most of the games on TV, how are you making of United this season? I feel sorry for Solskjaer, I'm a Pogba hater, right? and I'm a Bulls hater, and I'm a, gla- I'm a hater, basically. Yeah. I just want the old days back. Like, what can you do? I like Oli, but they're walking all over him. Who is? The entire squad. And he, and how? He, well, by the, look at the results. Yeah. Look at the results before he signed his contract. They were flying. All right, we rode our luck and we, we were in on a, on a nice little bounce. But you know what? It's, it's, it's just painful watching them sometimes. But then again, games like this against the top six, we tend to show up. So who knows? Are you looking forward to seeing your team tonight? Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah, I really am. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. That's a Brazilian this. place there, Cafe Brazil. Yeah, I'll probably. And you've written a piece in the fanzine as well about um, jail. Mm. Mm. About being locked up on a wing. <laughs> with yeah, with Nev, Phil, where's Brad? Um, Fellaini, wing barber. <laughs> Could you do a Phil Neville impression? Oh, poor old Phil. I love Phil Neville. Well, I'll play him. I'll play Phil as like... Have you ever seen Dead Man's Shoes? Yes. Right. Great film. So that, that's basically... That's what I, I based the, the brother relationship on. Okay. It's a fucking serious film now. I love yeah. all that. I'm attracted to that bleak kind of... That's one of the best films of... What is it, 20 years old? 15 years old? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's getting on now. But yeah, brilliant film. But yeah, Phil Neville... Uh, and Scalzi, do you Scalzi? Well, Scalzi doesn't say much, does he? <laughs> Just tells Gary Chirot. <laughs> so you had Robbie... You had Robbie Fowler on the other day. Mm. The Scouser. Well, I can only do two Scousers. And one scouser, who's obviously the character, the, the, the average scouser, which is like, you're fucking joking at you? The excitable fucking spit flying out of his mouth, driving about in his scrambler. But the only other scouser I can do is like what I call the old cab driver. You know when you get an old cab driver, they sound like Beatles? Yeah. All right, there, loads of fucking sunnies around there, lad, watch out. You know them ones. So that's how I've done further, but if... Fuck knows, I need to find another scouser from somewhere. I actually need a village. A vidic? Yeah, I need a vidic. Right, come over here, this way. You're going the wrong way, yeah. Why do you want to do vidic? Well, I can't really... Well, that's what I'm in. I'm in deep water here. Right. Basically, listen, vidic. yeah, there's, a, there's... When Gary goes back to work, <laughs> yeah. he's going to need some protection. Right, so Vidic is the enforcer. He's got a guy. If I try to explain this to Mr Vidic, a family man who lives in Milan... Oh, and yeah. describes his current occupation as a taxi driver to his three boys. I'm not even sure I could fucking explain it. No, he just thinks I was fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quite specific to, like, English culture, really, the Nev drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't think it, I don't think you could sell it globally, put it that way. <laughs> so, Vidic the enforcer. Vidic, Vidic. I mean, Vidic. He's, a, he's a hard man. He's he, lived a, he has lived a life. Yeah, he's I can He's seen imagine. his village bombed. Yeah, there you go. That'll do it. That'll, that'll toughen you up, won't it? He's a cracking fella. Absolutely. Oh, really? He's a belting fella. What a really centre-half. What a centre-half. Do you know what? best defenders in the world. I'm just... Coming up I'm, to the away end now. Do you reckon that Wan-Bissaka could ever end up a centre-back if he puts on a bit of timber? Because <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like him going forward. Why? He makes you nervous. He runs out of options. He really does. Once he gets over that halfway line, I love him. Listen... That kid is a hell of a right-back, but he's a certain type of right-back. And I just, I feel like he lacks a little bit of creativity. I think, in my opinion, if he ended up getting a bit bigger, he could be a fucking brilliant centre-half. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Hour after the game, and what a game, what a result. 
Chelsea nil, United two. Chelsea had two um, goals disallowed by VAR. United have won the last three away games at Chelsea, which is surprising because they've got a terrible record at Stamford Bridge, but that win was really, really needed. I've just walked off the Fulham Road. Going to stay in London tonight and then head on to uh, Belgium in the morning towards the game at, uh, at Bruges, but just spent an hour uh, watching the players leave the dressing rooms. Uh, they're all they're all buzzing. They, they try not to get too carried away. I think that's the right thing to do. But I just spoke to Eric Bailly and he said they've been training with that formation for a few days. And if he knew for a couple of days that he, when he was going to play, and he was very happy with his performance, I think he's got every right to be after being out since July with a serious injury to come back and play like that at Chelsea alongside Harry Maguire who probably had his best game for me in the United shirt and he scored he scored a brilliant delivery heading for in from the brilliant um, Bruno Fernandes delivery just um, walking past a big Chelsea pub here so I've got to be a little bit quiet freezing as well but we need more of that from Maguire he scored against Tranmere but that was his first time he scored from a set piece and that's what we needed and did a piece at the weekend where I said he's been good he hasn't been great but he was great tonight and he wasn't the only one Fred is continuing to get better and better he's full of energy like the link up with with Fernandez and Martial cut a frustrated figure in the first half hour he's trying hard on the left he's getting a few breaks but him and then bang great header from a cross from Basaka so it was good and towards the end of the game I was sat in a dugout a Chelsea fan started shouting to Ollie Gunner saying I'm gonna laugh I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking laugh when you're sacked I'm gonna fucking laugh arsed 2-0 up mate why would anyone give a shit what you're gonna do over a hypothetical event United then was good songs for Solskjaer at the end and he was buzzing off it he went straight up to him and uh, what else happened there was um, just been clocked here I'm just going to watch myself um, songs for Harry Gregg which was very fitting as well good atmosphere away end, you know, singing about City fans having to put their passports back into the draw because of their impending possible two-year European ban. And it was just much needed because it's been, the mood's not been good. One win so far this year is not good enough. Nine wins from 29 games, 25 games is not good enough. Now it's 10 wins from 26 and if Chelsea would have won, they would have gone nine clear. Now they're only three points ahead. That suddenly becomes... If United can put a win together, a few wins together, they can bridge that, absolutely. Uh, Watford next. Just don't do what they did last time and lose against Watford. Got to start stringing a run of wins together because the points total is really low. And it ain't good enough. So, Bruges... Europa League, 
something that United should be winning. I've just spoke to the lads on the on the coach back to Manchester. They're already way ahead of me. They're on the M4. So they've got 20, 30 miles away from the ground where I am now. So I'm going to pass the podcast over to them. And the next podcast will be in Bruges. If you'd like to come on it in Bruges, let us know. On United We Stand's uh, social media outlets or our forum. Happy to meet you. I'd like to get a good variety of voices onto this podcast. Until then, I'll pass you over to the boys. But I'm really, really pleased about that, about that win tonight. And you could see the club officials going into the dressing room at the end of the game. Relieved. They needed it. They really did. And they got it. So, five games against Chelsea in the last year. Four wins, three of them away from home. And that awful draw in April when it seemed like neither team wanted to get into the Champions League. It seemed like that a lot this season with United, but more of that and they get that fourth or even fifth place. Here's the lads on the bus. Right, so we're back on the coach now after um, after a bit of an incredible sort of uh, evening when we actually beat Chelsea for the first time in... I think about 30-odd years since we've done the double over them. Actually, we've done a treble over them in a way this year. We've beaten them in the cup. Um, anybody see that coming particularly, Mark? Do you predict it? Yeah, well, I was a bit disappointed because uh, I actually had 2-1. So, um, <laughs> a bit disappointed. <laughs> one of those... Uh, you can one of, the, that, one, one, of them, one of them goals never stood. <laughs> you know, um, I'm very disappointed that... About the... So you could tell us next year you had your joker on it. The VAR. Yeah, I did have my joker on it, by the way. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the game. Good performance. Maguire outstanding. Was he uh, man of the match? Um, <laughs> how, how people can say he should have been sent off for kicking someone in the dugout. Where's that coming from? What a load of rubbish. Is that the new, that new euphemism for something? Kicking him in the dugout? Well, well we, we, we seen it, didn't we? It, it, it was an accident. You know, at the end of the day, it clearly was an accident. Yes, you're right. But but Maguire was outstanding. It's what we've wanted. When we bought Maguire, we when we bought Maguire, um, there's no drinking on the coach. That's not whiskey, right? Put it back. Um, yeah, captain. We wanted the captain. We wanted a leader, didn't we? From Maguire, we wanted somebody who, who was like, you know, who, who we could be proud of. He put his head where it hurts today. Yep. So you know, he wasn't the only player. Williams thought he was excellent again. Um, by yeah, maybe a couple of little errors, but he's exciting to watch. So when he, I know he's got a mistake in him, but what I liked about by was the first header. He left it. He left a Chelsea lad crippled on the floor. Could you could you imagine Lindelof doing that? He'd have probably flicked it over to one of theirs, and they would have gone through and scored. Bay is something extra, isn't he? And we like him for what he what does. A great tackle in the second half, by the way, Steve. Yeah, he's took took the. Well, he was. He stopped a goal, didn't he? Oh, unbelievable tackle! You know, Chelsea. And I'll even say Luke Shaw had a good game. You know, as, as I wouldn't say man in a match, but um, I'd say he had a good game. What would you say about Dan James? How would you think he plays? Um. Well. I don't know, in new, in new football speak parlance, he was sort of like, what, what, what was he called? A false number nine or something? He seemed to be on his own up front some of the time with Fernandes just next to him or just behind him. He's very poor, isn't he? 
I don't think he offers very much other than his pace, which is this negativity. We've just beaten Chelsea. Go on, a bit more upbeat. Well, I'm happy to be upbeat, but you did ask me about Daniel James, who had a particularly poor game. What do you want to say? He played fantastic, but he didn't. All right, he didn't play. He didn't play as well as he did at the start of the season. Something's different about him. But we were talking. But on a positive note, we're talking about Bay. Far, far better than Phil Jones, isn't he? Uh, very similar. <laughs> both fly into ridiculous tackles. They're both kamikaze. They're both are an absolute danger to the other 21 human beings on the pitch. They're not the 22 if you count the referee, because I'm sure one of them managed to into the ref at one point in their careers. But yeah, other than that, he's fantastic, yeah. Oh, I think he's great to watch, because I think he's... Like, like Mark said, he's tackled in the second half was something that, you know, it was a joy to behold. He was doing drag backs, he was dribbling out of the area. All right, he gave, yeah, he gave the ball away. A couple of times. inside his own box? They're fantastic to watch, though, isn't it? They are, they are pretty similar. I, I do agree with a lot of what Johnny said. Like, they are kamikaze, like, reckless challenges, diving in, getting injured every five minutes. But the one element Baye's got to his game that Jones hasn't is, is what you allude to, like, the... Being able to turn someone, like drop his shoulder and go past someone, he's got. A, he's a centre half. Yeah, but he needs to drop his shoulder and go yeah, past people. Did it work? 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 It worked. Does it work? He's got pace to get himself out of trouble, hasn't he? When he does make a little. Well, he's that. He's sort of athletic. He's a bit more probably athletic than perhaps Phil Jones in terms of he can recover a bit quicker. Well, he's not kissing the turf all the time, is he? Anyway, stop being negative. Fantastic performances from from um, many of the players on the pitch. Matic is, is well. Matic has got some kind of um, I don't know if it's a swan song. I hope it's not. But another clean sheet while he was on the on the uh, on the pitch. Yeah, there's a, some remarkable statistic about how often we have a. Is that four now? Oh, I heard that Paul Pogba gave a very inspirational team to us today. I spent all that performance. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Supposedly so, yeah. Are we missing Paul Pogba then? Yes, massively. Massively. Would you play him then? When he's fit? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I play for the ladies team, yeah. You play him, would you play him for the uh, first team? The Manchester uh, United first 11? No, no. I'd rather bring Cleverson back, I think. Is that on the cards? Uh, I don't think so, no. But. No. In all seriousness, though, with Pogba, I mean. We talked a bit before about him and his agent. Obviously, Raiola is Pogba's representative. If everything that Raiola says is instructed by Pogba, and if he didn't like what he was saying, Pogba would come out and tell him to stop. The pair of them have the total dis- disregard for United, uh, the club, they're a disgrace the pair of them, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, there's come to a stage now whereby Pogba is now desperate to get game time because he wants to go to the European Championships and if the truth if the press are reporting what has really happened Solskjaer's told him he's not he's not going to play him and therefore it's tough which I think is why Rayola made some comment before the game about Solskjaer should look at himself and it's starting to get a bit a bit nasty is it between them or do we believe that I don't know you never know what to believe now do you but how long do you know how long Pogba has left in his contract I thought he had um, I thought he had a year one, t- one of them can extend for a year so therefore he's got a year and three months so therefore we can sell him in the summer oh, I, thought got, I think he's got longer than a year and three months I thought we could only extend it for a year <laughs> I don't think he's contacted that in the summer though. anyway 
For as long as we can keep him in the reserves team and he'll never play a game of football ever again, I'd be quite happy to do that. We're not cutting our nose off to spite our face if we just put Pogba in the reserves, Mark. I, I, I think he's talking absolute shite. Why would you put you, your best player in the reserves or what did he say, a women's team or something like that? At the end of the day, he might have his grievances with So he... Let's not be... If we get to a semi-final, I want my best players on that pitch to win us that semi. And if we get to the final, I want my best player there. And if he, how can you say he's the best player when he just doesn't turn up? He's been injured. Don't get me wrong. As, as a, like, a lot of people are saying... Did he break if, his foot? If he leaves the club, it would probably be better for Man United. I'm all, I'm all for him leaving the club. But why is it the club? Play him. Let's, let's play him. At the end of the day, we've, we've obviously got a manager who's not even capable, and he's still there. Do you know what I mean? We're actually 40, what, 42 points behind I'm Liverpool. shocked. Our season is gone. And we've got a manager, because he comes over and claps us, we'll all, oh, yeah, yeah. But we've got a great player in Paul Pogba, but we'll put him in a women's team. Yeah, uh, I find that, find that strange, mate. There well, I, I think I think it's strange that you're having to go at Ollie at this point, because... What, because we've won a game tonight? No, but, but can you not see... No. no. Are you more annoyed about no, some I'm of his sound bites rather than actually some of the progress that he's making on the pitch, which clearly is, um, I think it's apparent... I don't think you can. I think you're saying that. Do we have more shots on goal than we used to? Uh, than we did under Marino, than we did under Van Gaal. I'd like to know how many shots we had on target tonight. Did their keeper make a save? No, because he kept diving over it. You don't have to be so negative after a win, Mark. Fuck me. And you're going on negative about Pogba. I'm not being negative. negative, I think United had a great performance tonight. An outstanding performance. It's not being negative. Driven on by the manager. And Pogba. No, driven who on. set them up with five at the back driven, driven on by a midfield of Fred who has been outstanding for the last three to four months which 60% of our fans sleep who? Fred? Well, they slated him when he wasn't playing well I haven't heard that much slating now well you hear you, 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 I, I hear it at the games I still hear it sometimes I hear it at the games Fred oh what is he doing this way did you see Fred in the corner sticking up for um, Marshall? Way he'd actually landed on the spine of his backside, dirt himself. Four or five Chelsea players, which they're famous at, ball win straight in the face. How many other United players quickly ran over? The smallest player on the pitch, facing well, Dan up. James is the smallest player on the pitch. Oh, I think Fred's a bit smaller than Dan James. I think James was off the pitch by that time. <laughs> I never actually sure. seen him on the pitch, to be honest. Well, did you not think Dan James had a good game tonight? God, we've been negative. Not sure he's had a good game. So negative, Mark. been quite a long time, Dan James. Feel You're quite sorry for him, to be honest. Yeah. I think uh, feel very sorry for Dan James at the moment. Yeah, this is, this is supposed to be an upbeat version of the one that we just did and just abolished because it fell apart. Um, we have to we have to do that. So we're beating Chelsea. All right, we've played fantastically well. Yeah, I'm giving some credit to the way that Ollie set them up. You're not. I'm saying that Pogba doesn't deserve to get near this side. You're not. 
So we're disagreeing on that. Everyone was, else was, is sort of in the between. I was quite happy with three at the back because I think that suits us. Well, it's more five, isn't it? We've... We're yeah, compact. It is, more, it is more five. I thought I thought actually Chelsea played a lot like we do when we're struggling to break teams down. I didn't think they had a clue on how to break us down. Do you actually think Chelsea were a good side? I think I think they're very similar in what, what happened. I think uh, it, it's been a quicker sort of transformation for them from being the side that looked very, very good at the start of the season, i.e. exactly the same as we were when we first got Ollie to a side that now are looking lost, lost a bit short of uh, ideas. And I thought the way that they knocked the ball about when they when we gave them the ball, when we let them have the ball, I think, because I thought we closed very well and I thought we were superbly compact as well. But I think the, the way that they struggled to break us down and just knocked it around was very much uh, like we play or like we've played against um, teams that we just can't break down at home that have ended up drawing abysmally to or even, or even then breaking in and losing to. I thought we struggled in teams that don't come at us, and I thought they were terrible today. But I thought we were actually very good. I think we were a better sort of. I think we were good for our victory because I think we deserved. I think first half we played them off the park. To be honest, one hundred percent we deserved to win. One hundred percent. But but going to Chelsea is always always interesting, isn't it? Because we've got a lot of players at Chelsea that we, we've just not liked over the years. And in fact, actually talking about that, have any Chelsea players make your? Um, your least favourite eleven, Johnty? Yes. And who and who would that be? That would be Ashley Cole. Oh, yeah. And it would be John Terry. Ashley Cole? Is he playing today? We're not talking no, about today. Not today. I thought you were about the game. No, we're talking about our most hated eleven. Yeah, we're now going to go on to our most hated eleven, see if any Chelsea players make it. So yes, we had uh, John Terry and Ashley Cole in defence. Uh, in net we had Joe Hart. Yeah. John Terry, Ashley Cole, Martin Keown and Robertson. Midfield of Gerard, Joey Barton and Graham Souness. And up front, Bellamy, Suarez and Manchester City's very own Adam Johnson. Very good. No, it was just a poor link into... We did the least favourite team. Oh, no, our most hated team this week. Just in moments of boredom. Um, and that, Have you got mine there that... Right. So, I had a few contenders that could have got in the team. Don't want to mention that. Yeah, you mentioned you contenders who would have got in the yeah. team. So, a few, few players with the bench were uh, Neuer, John Arnarisa, yeah. Paul Dickov, El Hadjouf, John Aldridge. Uh, we also had Stan Collymore and Trevor Sinclair on the bench. Uh, I've got your team here, though. Is that, the, the, no, I, don't want to, I don't want you to elaborate. But many of those players that you've mentioned have all been in trouble with the law for, for doing for, for, for similar misdemeanours. Yeah. Um, so it's um, yeah. We won't go any further it's, than that. So, so gen- generally, yeah, it does that to other. See, for mine, I had Sol- I had uh, Grobler and Goal, Mick Doyle, John Terry, Martin Keown, Graham Lasso. Um, although I was, I think. David O'Leary would probably get get in before Martin Keogh and actually even though they don't like the move. Uh, Mick Summerby obviously um, makes my midfield. Gerard um, McManaman, although I wanted Steve McMahon as well, but I think I'd go for McManaman for him. And Bell and Lee up front with um, probably John Aldridge. Although I might put put in I might put in ter- might put in Trevor Sinclair there as well because I just don't, I just can't take to him either. 
Um, I knew they had a bit of a... Uh... Yeah, no, 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 we've had to cut that out last time, so we're not saying that. Right, and what about you, Sam? Uh, going buff on in net, back four, from right to left, Walker, Keown, John Terry, Andy Robertson. In the midfield two, Joey Barton and Steven Gerrard. On the right, Di Maria. On the left, Summerby. And uh, the front two, Sinclair and Suarez. There you go. So there's a few Chelsea players making our most most uh, most disagreeable team. Which Summerby you on about? Did you actually see him play? No, but I've seen him as a punter. Oh, right. Oh, my word. Did you see him play? Do I look old enough? I'm not as old as you, you know. <laughs> yeah, he played well in our area. Oh, yeah. Not well. Mark, this is a podcast. No one can see you. Yeah. They would have turned over if they could. Mickey's Somerby. He must be the worst pundit ever for his cameo after the derby. Well, yeah. Why did you say Because he's pathetic. He didn't pay. He didn't play for Juventus because he said he had World Cup heartache after Italy got knocked out. That is pathetic. Like, I'm sorry, you can't defend that. It's one of the best goalkeepers ever. That doesn't mean he's not a knobhead. He used to wear the 88 shirt, didn't he? I've got to say, Joe Hart definitely comes with me. Oh, that's a great shout, Joe so, Hart. So does Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer beats Boot. Well, he's a prick. So's Edison. Well, that's a good shout, Robbie Savage. That is a good shout. <laughs> Joey Barton. Yeah, he's yeah, Joey Barton. Joey Barton got in some people. Yeah. It could be Joe Hart over Buffett, actually. Oh, yeah. Keogh is definitely. Keogh was in there. David O'Leary was in there for mine. Anyone else you'd like to add? Most hated players? Gerard. No, he's in Paul Ince. Paul Ince? I actually thought our new signing looked a bit like Paul Ince, to be honest with you, Steve, tonight. Steve. Oh my God. Who are whatever. Come on with all black people look alike now, are you, Mark? Should have talked that in, shouldn't How come you didn't have your two favourite Manchester United players, Mark Hughes and Peter Schmeichel, in your side? Because they actually did things for us. Which I've not forgiven. So you like Peter Schmeichel? No, I can't stand either of those two. I think they're most hateful, horrible people, and I wouldn't have them near anywhere club, club late. No, because because actually they they were they did they've redeemed themselves slightly by being part of our success. That, that's why I didn't put Tevez in. As much as I hate Tevez, I find it hard to put someone in who played a vital role in us winning the Champions League. As much as I hate him, I find it hard to put someone in who's contributed. Winterburn, he was, yeah. Right, so moving forward anyway. Um, tough game on Sunday ahead. I know, but we're, we're going back to the Sunday with the league as we're moving up the league. We, we need to put in a 3 0 win, don't we? We do. Are we going to keep doing it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Good. 4 0 Joker. 4-0 Joker, that's it. 1-1 Joker. Right. And then in the meantime, it's Bruges. Yes. Right, so who's driving? Oh, I'm actually going by, by train. you going with? Yeah, the lazy route. It's about 27 us going, I think. Or we're meeting up anyway. So, uh, yeah, it should be a few good few days. So you're going Wednesday? We go Wednesday. Back early hours, Friday, Saturday morning. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. 
after that performance. Bit, that great performance. Bit of Trappist, bit of some Trappist beer on the way. Bit of what, sorry? Some Trappist beer. Oh. Eight, nine, ten percent. Well, at least it'll be a decent quality. It will be a decent quality. And you're driving? I'm not driving personally, no, Michael's driving. Uh, it's me, Rick, Mike and Gaz in the car. Uh, I think Mike might get a bit annoyed at me and Rick after maybe a couple of hours and a few drinks. Uh, Mike, Mike was talking about bringing his uh, socialist book with him for me to give a read on the way down. Quite right. Although he'll, he'll, he'll I'm not sure my dad will approve. Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about politically, so I won't worry about that. Right, so... We've got a long trip home. We won't be back till gone three. Be in bed later than that. Most of us are up for work, and then off to uh, for many on here. Off off to uh, Bruges, and uh, on the back of that victory tonight, um, there's no reason why we can't get a good result on Thursday. Put the tie to bed. Another three points on Sunday, <laughs> and the the top four beckons again. Although it 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 might turn out that. It might be top five's good enough. How come? Well, apparently, um, Manchester City transgressed some uh, UEFA rules and um, they might they might uh, not be in Europe next year. That would be sad, wouldn't it? Yes, that, that would be an almighty shame. Manchester City... This, I mean, obviously, they've, they've got a fantastic football team, but it's a bit sad that they've broken the laws to get there. <laughs> All their accomplishments are now tainted forever. They are probably tainted, aren't they? You can't be taken seriously. It's a bit like Lance Armstrong, yeah. you know? What a fantastic accomplishment for him to come back from testicular cancer and win those Tour de France's, but mean nothing now. Just yeah. empty. It's an empty vessel, isn't it? Yeah. It's you've got, vacuous. You've got Lance Armstrong, you've got Man City, you can throw Juventus in there. Fantastic teams, fantastic sportsmen, but unfortunately their actions have uh, tainted all their achievements and it'll go down in history as they'll be, they'll be a club full of cheats. They'll only be known as cheaters now, City. Not the Centurions, the no. cheaters. No. It's, just, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's sad for all their accomplishments and the way we all went, wow, this, this is Pep's reinvented football. He, he's reinvented point scoring and goal scoring and actually... <laughs> And it was done on the back. It was done on the back of Barcelona. of cheating. Yeah, yeah. but but never mind. So anyway, but so we'll still head for uh, top four because I'm sure it'll actually, in seriousness, be overturned. But actually, it still is tainted. Even even though it will be overturned, they'll just will now be known as uh, the the team that didn't play by the rules. Did you get the trophies taken off them? Does it mean they go back to less, having less league titles than Huddersfield again? And Blackburn and quite a few other teams. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they can go back to slogging it out with Gillingham again in League Two. They quite possibly could get relegated to League Two, according to according to some of the papers. That but would we'll be see. extremely comical. It, it, it would, it would be sad, but but um, we we may we may laugh. <laughs>